Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Marty Schaefer. And I'm Eric Thomas. And here's what's happening. Later today, the last remaining residents of a sprawling homeless encampment under 880 in Oakland could be evicted. KCBS's Matt Bigler joins us live from near the Wood Street Commons, where residents are holding out hope for a reprieve. Matt? From the outside, Eric, the Wood Street Commons looks like just another garbage heap along a Bay Area highway. But inside, about 60 unhoused residents have created a community, such as it is, with a shared kitchen, a free cycle store, and an outdoor meeting space. The problem is the site is on city-owned land, and the homeless are now facing final eviction. And it terrifies me to see what's being done to these people, and it angers me. It's just plain wrong. That's homeless advocate Danny Kay. Oakland wants to build a large, affordable housing project here. But not for another five years. Talia Husbands Hankin with Love and Justice in the Street says in the meantime, there just isn't enough temporary housing. There are many people here who are vehicle dwellers and the city of Oakland's RV sites are completely full. So people have literally nowhere to go. Now, Later today, as you mentioned, uh, a federal judge will decide uh, whether to allow the city to move these folks into a nearby sleeping cabin area and close the Wood Street encampment, perhaps for good. Live near the Wood Street encampment in Oakland, Matt Bigler, KCBS. Thank you, Matt. Police are looking for a man who opened fire inside a synagogue in San Francisco's Richmond District. KCBS's Mike DeWall joins us live to report police believe the man was later seen at the nearby Balboa Theater. Mike. Well, Margie, I'm outside the Schneerson Center on Balboa in, in the Richmond. It's a plain storefront on an otherwise quiet, mostly residential street. The small synagogue in the Richmond serves primarily Russian-speaking Jews. Now, this unusual incident happened just before 7.30 Wednesday night. Surveillance footage capturing the man entering the building, the, the community space in the front, saying something to a gathering of a little more than a dozen elderly men seated at a table there for a study session. After the man gestures with his arms, he pulls a handgun and turns to his left and right, firing off rounds in each direction. Now, police believe these rounds were are believed to be blank. Now, while this is happening, the men at the table sit seemingly stone-faced. As this frightening encounter plays out in front of them, one man briefly ducks to the side before walking toward the shooter and moving him out the door. Now, the incident wasn't reported to police until the following day, SFPD saying it also received a report of a man with a handgun at the nearby Balboa Theater. Now, they believe while those two incidents are unrelated, they do believe the man is the same. So we'll be speaking with a rabbi here later this hour. We'll get an account of how this all unfolded. No injuries or damage in either case, but police are asking anyone with information to contact the department with tips. Reporting live in San Francisco, Mike DeWald, KCBS. Thanks, Mike. After making recent strides, diversity experts worry the current wave of tech layoffs is hitting diversity and inclusion jobs hard. KCBS reporter Holly Kwan explains live how this puts the onus on HR departments to avoid the last-hired, first-fired approach. Holly? 
Eric, last summer, the head of diversity at Facebook parent Meta warned that cost cutting would set back diversity hiring and that DEI isn't something you should just do when the economy is good. Then it cut 11,000 workers. The tech layoffs, they're not just technologists. Angie Kamath is dean of the NYU School of Professional Studies, which focuses on workplace development. She says with companies trying to survive with fewer workers, HR departments have to take a bigger role in shaping what future staffing looks like. And not all tech companies are abandoning diversity, equity, and inclusion. Keep that research front and center. Keep that the bright spots, the companies that have absolutely been diverse. We would need to make sure that there's that we're spotlighting where it's working. I worry about, you know, the idea that you know, we, we made some strides and then there were layoffs and that majorly set us back. That's not the story in every company, right? And so, so much of the signaling that happens in corporate America is so important and it's very much kind of a bellwether for what's working and what people want to invest in and what they want to do more of. And if you don't think people care about DEI, a 2019 Kinsey survey found 39% of workers turned down a job offer because they didn't think the company was committed to a diverse workplace. Reporting live, Holly Kwan, KCBS. Thank you, Holly. Just ahead on KCBS. I'm Kathy Whitman with a new state Senate bill to stop social media companies from targeting kids with harmful content. Penalties up to 250000 plus attorney's fees. KCBS Newswatch continues. A state senator from the Bay Area is introducing a bill to hold social media companies accountable for content harmful to young people. KCBS's Kathy Whitman reports it would help put an end to the illegal illegal rather online sale of fentanyl and ghost guns. Social media companies are now being called out for practices that continue to allow postings of dangerous content affecting kids. Research now shows that young people can go online thinking they're buying prescription drugs through a social media site and wind up with an illegal substance often laced with fentanyl. So these same kids are not the kids who are likely to go to a street dealer of drugs. State Senator Nancy Skinner is introducing SB 287 to put a stop to these practices by holding social media companies accountable. She says those companies need to get rid of algorithms that lead young people to sites with questionable practices and also sites that lead anyone to a site allowing the purchase of ghost guns. The ghost guns part of the bill is not aimed only at youthful users, but any algorithm that would direct you to a seller of ghost guns. If the bill becomes law, social media companies could be fined up to $250,000 for violations. The mechanism for enforcement is the affected party bringing them to court. Or the state attorney general could do so as well. Kathy Whitman, KCBS. Here's the six-day forecast. Hey, good morning. Meteorologist Jessica Bird here. We're starting off with drizzly conditions all throughout the Bay Area this morning. Some heavy showers swept its way through. Keep that in mind if you're out there on the roads. The roads will be slick this morning. Take it slow. Take it easy. We will start drying up as we head into this afternoon. Now, Saturday is an interesting day. It starts off really cloudy, but then as we head into the evening hours, Saturday night, that's when we're going to start seeing some heavy pockets of rain sweep their way in from offshore once again. That's going to linger into Sunday's forecast, too. So Sunday, we're seeing scattered showers all throughout the day. Lots of activity throughout this whole weekend, and then it clears up with sunshine as we head into Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. Daytime highs will still stick in the upper 50s, lower 60s. A meteorologist Jessica Birch with your KCBS KPIX first alert forecast. 
There is help on the way for those crazy energy bills you've been getting. There was a unanimous vote by the California Public Utilities Commissioners to release springtime relief credits ahead of the usual April schedule. This follows PG&E reports of a $79 raise in average monthly costs from November 2022 to March of 2023. Natural gas usage also saw a 20% increase compared to the five-year average. Spike in utility costs could be attributed to a rise in natural gas prices, this especially cold winter we're having, and even the Russian war against Ukraine. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.